Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Through the Winters Ministry podcast. At Through the Winters Ministry, we believe that with the help of Jesus Christ, we can find purpose in our pain and healing from our past. If this is your first time checking us out, we want to say thank you. And if you enjoy this podcast, please hit subscribe and share this with a friend. All right, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in. And today I have the honor of introducing you to a wonderful lady by the name of Camille. We had an interview about her salvation and about how her and her husband came to know the Lord and about the rough stuff that happened after her husband passed away. Let's tune in. Hey everyone, this is Sam from Third Winters Ministry and I have the pleasure to introduce to you today a wonderful woman that I've known now for 13 years since my family and I moved up to Long Island and her name is Camille Russo. We met Camille along with some of her family members, including her husband, when uh, I got the position as youth pastor at our church. And uh, two years ago, from this past May, her husband, Bob Russo, passed away. And Camille's gonna share with us a little bit today just about how she dealt with that. Um, In her past also, Camille did have some things with low self-esteem and and insecurities. Um, So now to lose her husband, put her through a whole whirlwind of depression and some other things that she went through. And so she's just gonna share with you guys, the listeners, just on how God helped her through this situation and maybe a little more about what she felt. So maybe there may be some relation. Camille now is, I have permission to say this, (laughs) she is 72 years old. Um, How long were you and Bob married? We were married 50 years. 50 years married. Wow, 50 50 years before he passed? Um, 50 years coming up, like about eight weeks, it would have been exactly 50 years. Uh, Eight more weeks before he passed, it would have been 50 years exactly. And we met when I was 14 and he was 16, so I actually know him a lot lot, a lot, lot longer. longer so he's pretty much a high school sweetheart kind of thing oh was my high school sweetheart yeah and uh i really most of my life have never been without him so yeah puts me in an unusual position right now okay yeah um when when with when you married bob you guys had two children Yes. Boy and a girl, and now how many grandchildren altogether? Seven. Seven grandchildren. Yes. From the two children that you guys had. Yeah, five yeah. girls and two boys. Five girls and two boys. So, um, Bob Russo uh, was actually played a pivotal role on myself uh, getting to position as youth pastor here. He was on the board when uh, they were deciding about who they were going to hire, and so he was part of that whole thing when the pastor introduced me to the council and. And uh, Bob Russo was was one of the ones that was there to interviewed. And since then, he was always just an advocate for youth, for kids. He he loved his church. He loved um, teaching. He loved ministry. And um, I know before I met you guys, you guys actually weren't saved not too long that before that. Like it was, um, you you weren't you were married already before you guys got saved, right? Oh yes, yeah. We we got saved in nineteen eighty four. And uh, prior to that, uh, what's interesting about that is Bob had a Catholic school uh, education, elementary, high school, went to a Catholic college and graduated and was an atheist. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yeah. So um, Went to Catholic school and was an atheist. Yeah. That one I didn't know. I didn't know that. In fact, he had something like, I think, 33 theology credits, I mean, that he had accumulated in college. And somehow that led him to atheism then, salvation. And graduated and, yeah, was, um, yeah. And so for Bob to be the one 
to bring me to to the Lord. He was, got saved first. He got saved first. Yeah. yeah. Now, when, let me throw this in there. When I met Bob, he very well educated and well versed in in scriptures, um, and whatever he didn't know, he wanted to find out. So that's the first. I didn't know that he was an atheist. That, yeah. That's new to me. Yeah. So that's very interesting. He had the knowledge, but the I just knowledge, didn't have the theology credit. <laughs> just didn't have the personal experience. Catholic education his whole life, <laughs> and um, and didn't uh, have a relationship um, yeah. at all. Uh, now you guys, before salvation, um, went through a lot of hard stuff. We're not. Gonna, we're going to save this for another. Okay. Another episode that we're talking about, but you guys went through some hard times, yes. arguments. You once kicked him out of the house. A well, lot of rough I stuff. Tried several times, the man wouldn't leave. Yeah, <laughs> he was so stubborn. Yeah, he just wouldn't leave. Um, and uh, one thing led to another. He knew he had to change, and that's what got him saved first. He saw it after Christ. Yes. I know he met Pastor Dominic, um, yes. and that's what helped lead him to the Lord. And actually, I think that's a that's a a. a Point that should be uh, mentioned. Sure. And I can do it real quickly. No, no worries. He um, was trying desperately to uh, find a way to save our marriage, and um, he had to do a friend a favor. And this friend was a born again Christian, and asked him to come to a men's meeting. And okay. Bob did not want to go. As okay. I said, he was an atheist. He had, you know, I've got to set. I got to get my marriage, you know, fixed here. And. Uh, was that kind of a thing, but Don uh, pressured him and said, "You owe me big, big time favors," and so he <laughs> so you went. Gotta come to this. Yeah, yeah, I was home packing my bags, getting ready to leave because, as I said, he wouldn't leave. So I determined that well. At that know, same time, did he know yeah. you were packing? Yeah. Um, well, he he figured I had thrown my hands up and okay. But I just I decided when he got home that since I didn't have a job, I couldn't take care of my kids. I would leave him and my children. Uh, okay. uh, he would not go, right. and uh, he came home. You just knew you could be around him. Yeah, okay. he came home that evening, and uh, he was um, joyous, happy, uh, um, proud to be saved. Found the Lord, uh, uh, jumping up and down, singing, praise, raising hands. I, I thought he had lost it totally, <laughs> um, and he looked me straight in the eye and said, "Camille, we're going to put Jesus in our lives." Um, we will we will be healed. You will forgive me and love me once again. And, right. And couldn't believe it. So he, he, he knew. He knew that was the... The answer. That was the answer. Oh, that was you. I wasn't sure yeah, enough. No, that was me. <laughs> uh, so he knew that was the answer. He knew that was... Um, the only thing that could. And that was his first... I mean, okay, because now, now this is new to me too. So he knew of the word, but now I guess did it was it Don, was it that all Don, that was it that all that made sense that he learned before? Yes, Don or? took him to this men's uh, Christian meeting. Okay, and he came home. He accepted Christ into his heart. Uh, he actually, honestly, he even looked a little different. Yeah, which angered me for some reason because he was so happy. It was and, him, but it wasn't him. Yeah, and he was confident, and he was so assured that God was there to help us, yeah. and um, that my heart, my heart, which was broken, mm-hmm. would be fixed instantly. And all I had and to do—it just got you angry when you heard it, right? Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I couldn't figure out how he had all the answers since he screwed up so terribly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he was so right, and um, I, I praise God that he put Don in our lives at that uh-huh. time, brought him back into our lives, and right. that um, even though the entire week I kept telling Bob, don't go to the meeting, I was my own worst enemy, yeah. uh, Bob said, no, I owe Don a favor, and I'm going to go, and came home uh, born again, saved, 
Wow. And um, invited uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, actually a charismatic uh, Catholic priest who was a fraternity brother of his. Oh, okay. It was uh, Father Chris Aritas who came to our home for dinner and told us, actually told me, that uh, I had the cart before the horse, that I had to get Jesus in my life first, and then the cart would follow and everything would fall into place. Right. Now I had two men in my life, in my life telling Talk me. Talk to you about Jesus. Yeah. And um, I, I still was pondering everything. And my next door neighbor, who also was a Christian, invited wow. me to... you were to, surrounded. I was surrounded. <laughs> I, I was so blessed. Uh, invited me to um, uh, a, a gathering of some of her women friends. And uh, I remember thinking, okay, um, I still had my bags packed. I still had the option I, I yeah. could leave. But all right, I'll go to this one meeting and find out, you know, just what he's involved with. You know, I'll do it with a bunch of women. And um, I remember thinking, uh, before I walked into this place, God, you know, if you're real and, and Bob's healed and I'm going to be healed and, and you're my answer, uh, then you've got to give me a sign. Mm. Something that will really catch my attention. I'm not even sure I know what I'm asking, but, you know, I'm going to ask it. Now, you have to understand, the name Camille is not that common. <laughs> and at, up until that time in my entire life, I only knew of one other Camille, and that right. was when I was in school, right. and that was it. So I walked into this place, and uh, we, I was being introduced to these women, and about the second or third woman that I was introduced to, her name was Camille. And I remember thinking... Okay, like, so wow. that's the world's smaller than I thought. That's impressive, <laughs> God. You know, you're kind of tapping me on the shoulder here, saying, "Did I get your attention?" And He did. Uh, okay. And I came home that evening. Um, I accepted Christ into my heart. That's all you needed. That's all I Man, needed. Man, some people need that burning bush. Some people need a, a rocket to I fall from the to sky. I needed to hear my name again. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was really good, and and. The thing was that at that time the journey got started with between my husband and I, and it wasn't just a journey of mending yeah. our our relationship. It was a journey of discovering who Jesus really, really is, yeah. and yeah. that He was more than a friend. You know, He would He would not abandon me. He would not leave me. And and I remember um, um, a, a Christian telling me once that it really didn't matter what Bob did. I had Jesus, and I was going to be all right. Mm. And I thought that was so so. No, I, I get it. it, it it's uh, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people about different stuff, and it's like the stuff that under normal circumstances shouldn't make sense, but yet it makes sense for a believer. Yes. You know, not not necessarily that we're. I don't want it to sound like we're better than anyone else, but but there's something that we get that makes us say it's going to be okay, a lot yeah. easier. You yeah. know, um, and. Yeah, you and Bob are probably still going to fight. You're still going to have your moments. Stuff may even remind you of the past before salvation. Yeah. But you're going to respond differently as long as you're giving it to Christ and you and you feel different about the whole thing. Yes. I heard people say it as, um, you know, like the the before salvation was was their their it's like the horse that has the the blinders on yes. kind of thing. And it's like the blinders came off and That's saw right. a bigger world and they realized was there. And you know, and you know what, Pastor, the thing was that. I finally found someone in my life that was never going to lie to me, was never mm. going to cheat on me. That was, was never, important to you. It was yeah. very important to me. I grew up in a very, um, let's say, brutal 
household. My, okay. you know, as a child, beaten, and my grandmother burned me, and I mean, I had yeah. a lot of horrific things. <coughs> In fact, I remember saying to to Jesus one time, "So what I went through wasn't enough. I still had to go through this." Yeah. yeah. But it was okay because all of that culminates in one wonderful moment the moment when you do ask Christ into your heart and you know that that you're safe Mm -hmm. that you're loved Mm -hmm. like no one could ever love you um that there there's the bible which is my I consider it my handbook yeah you know (laughs) the directions to life yeah um look up any problem you can because God God's got the answers he really does and uh, it was right after that, right after Bob came home, that we started um, going to different churches, okay. wanted to find a home. Okay. Uh, and and um, this one particular day, um, it was shortly after I was saved, and I got caught up in the the deceit and the cheating again mm. and I was asking Bob to leave and the argument got terrible and the police cars were called this is after salvation you guys were very brand yeah. new weeks yeah. we're yeah. talking weeks okay and uh, um, a saved neighbor of mine who just happened to have Dominic Pastor Dominic visiting her that afternoon wow. they were walk he was going home they walked out they saw the police cars down the block and my friend said pastor I, th- I think you should go down there and talk to them they, they maybe could use your help Wow. And so um, that's how we found the church. Wow. Uh, that's how we started coming here. And Dominic uh, uh, counseled us, yeah. uh, which turned out to be a relatively short amount of time because I fell madly in love with Jesus. I had strength again. I had wow. wholeness again. Yeah. I had confidence again. I knew that God wasn't a man that he was going to lie to me. He was. He was going to be there for me yeah and I never had it growing up and I had that one time in my marriage where you know I, I felt so abandoned I think that's so important because um okay so from your story it, it's you guys were brought to salvation uh, knowledge of Christ and there was a, a new way of seeing things was brought on but the problems was still there yeah. anger was still you, you needed I guess discipleship is what we call it yes you need you needed someone to now direct you and you guys seem like each other you were trying to find a church you're trying to find yes. what felt right for both yes, of you right yes right um and when you found that did that help now oh did it ever. Yeah. everything got turned around i um i couldn't believe it but he was right i i honestly did forgive him because i i spent some time with dominic and he spoke to me about forgiveness okay. and how it was more about me okay and how how good it was for me uh, and how it would help me heal. And again, it didn't matter what Bob was going to do. I, I was going to be okay because, because I now have a direction and I now have a relationship yeah. with uh, Jesus Christ, who isn't a man that's going to lie to me, who's, yeah. who loves me, sacrificed for me. No one loves me like that. Well, let me ask you. Um... Because, uh, and again, we'll get in more detail in a future podcast with it, but uh, because of, of how violent and hurtful your past was, mm-hmm. and um, you you look towards Bob to, to marry him to hopefully maybe get you out of that world, but then that hit your world with him got all construed well, he, too. What made you trust Jesus? What made you trust God so easily when 
that was hard for you to trust people because because I really for the first time took a look at who Christ was and how he sacrificed for me how he died on that cross for my sins to forgive me to love me um, um, to create in me a, a life that I've never known okay. um, and and he wanted to heal me he wanted to heal all my wounds um, Get was, it, was it just something that just sounded right, or? Yeah, everything clicked. All okay. the lights went on that should have gone on. All the buttons yeah. lit up, yeah. um, and I really seriously took Christ seriously. Okay. You know, as a yeah. former Catholic, it was it was a lot of walking through it, but not really, not really getting it, and. This experiencing born, and living it yeah okay. yeah this born again experience was it was wonderful okay. it was just um what i needed at the right time that was another thing god was there for me yeah. when i really needed that that strength that power that compassion yeah and that love you know and most of all forgiveness for my sins awesome. you know i forgot to turn around and take a look at me yeah take some credit for me from stuff that you, yeah. you put yourself into or whatever exactly you know that's, that, that's hard for a lot of people you know um because um sometimes we do what we do because of the way we're being treated and then we don't realize our what roles now our actions are playing you yeah. know we may not have been responsible for our abuser being the abuser that they were you know right. uh, like especially if it was a, a family member or whatever right. you, you're not that's not your fault for what they did but now your actions afterwards that you do have control over may be understandable why you're behaving the way you are yeah. but now you're starting to do things that you have to realize wait I gotta take some responsibility for the choices in the route that I'm taking, you know? I, I think of it as, I think I've lived a, a good portion of my life as being on the defense. Okay. You know, I had been hurt as a sure. child, and uh, growing up, my home was not a, a, a good place to be. So I think, I think I just came out, you know, my hands ready to start swinging. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I met Bob, who was this gentle man mm-hmm. um, and loved me for me yeah. that was like amazing <laughs> you know told me I, I was smart and told me I could do things and I could <laughs> accomplish things and I had never heard talk like that wow. you know and he, he, he became not only the love of my life he was my dear friend Yeah. and I needed one uh, then I got a really good friend <laughs> who replaced them all yeah. <laughs> and that was Jesus that's yeah. awesome all right, so so w- would you agree then um, salvation for anyone um, can't just be it. It's important, obviously, yes. and, and it's it's to help you see that there's another life outside maybe the ones that we live in general. Um, but salvation itself wasn't the end for you. You, you needed mentorship. You needed a, a church home. You needed, you needed a church family, obviously a pastor, and, and then yes. maybe those in the church that would help you. Yeah, I needed work some through guidance. your issues with Bob yeah. and work through your issues with your own thoughts and stuff like that and, yeah. and help strengthen you and your faith a little bit and, and uh, the, the majority of the lesson was forgiveness forgiveness not only for Bob but, but and not only for my dad and you know the, yeah. how I was raised my grandmother you know I, yeah. I, had a, I had a lot of hurt and I must say I think I had a lot of hate for certain people sure, in my sure. life that makes sense, yeah. and I think when Bob made his mistake it kind of just brought it, it all brought you over the edge yeah, yeah, it really did. And and so finally I took a real deep breath and exhaled. And who okay. was sitting there but my Lord, my Christ. Yeah. And um, 
was never going to go. And I think that's exactly it. Get to know Jesus. Don't only, don't only say, accept you in, into my heart. Yeah. But then get to start, know him. Yeah, that's a difference. Build on that's that a big relationship. Difference. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, get to know um, every part and every yeah. aspect of, of Christ. Yeah. It, and, it get, gets under my skin when, when I have um, people who, I guess, been in church for a while or, and you feel should know a little bit better, and they throw out that line, um, but God knows my heart, or, or, or yeah. I love Jesus. Like, yeah. Like, you've been in this long enough that you should know that is not enough. You know, yeah. if this is a new person to it or just a person on the outside and to say, you know, I love God, but they've never been mentored or taught, I expect that. But sometimes with those that have been in church for a while and use that as still an excuse, it gets under me. It's my skin. I'm like, come on. You should, you know, it's not just about, oh, I love Jesus, but then I still do whatever I want. It's not like, you know, no. I love my dad, but I'm going to break his rules anyway. Yeah. It's about really, if you love him, you honor him. Oh, you, you want you, you to know, honor him. You, you know, want... and you learn more about him. I, you know. I think when when God looks on me, I want him to be pleased. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still I give me room for us to make mistakes, exactly. but not purposely live exactly. a life opposite him. And that's why I think uh, Bible studies are so, yeah. so very important yeah. because they help you to go in depth with that relationship, you know, get, get to know Jesus yeah. more, the, the finer, fine tuning sure. my yeah. love for Christ. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, don't, don't we want to do that when we fall in love with people? That's the idea. Yeah. We, we want to know everything know about, about them, them. Yeah. and we want to do things to please them. Yeah. I want to be a really good Christian. <laughs> I know that may not happen here on earth, but I'm working towards it every single day. We all day. are. We all are. And, uh, the, and then the there's best, always people that want to push those buttons. Yeah, yeah. And, and the best part is that I know my my Lord is there for me, Amen. and and willing to give me that forgiveness that I yeah. need. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, I'm very blessed now. That's I, awesome. God's taking care of me. That's awesome. Hey everyone, all of us here at Through the Winters are so proud of our son Joseph, who just came out with his first single, Realize. You can look him up on Amazon or on iTunes, look up Joseph Baez, Realize, and download his song. We know you'll enjoy it. everyone we want to make sure that you know how to connect with us here at through the winters ministry and you can do that by going to through again through there you'll be able to find out any information you want to know about through the winters ministry you can read our articles both old and new you even have an opportunity to sign up for our monthly newsletter guys you can also find us on facebook just type in through the winters ministry on the search engine and it'll take you right to our page we hope you enjoy our ministry just as much as we enjoy serving you. God bless you all. Okay, we're back. And uh, once again, I'm here talking with Camille Russo. And in the first half, she shared a little bit of how she came to know Christ, her and her husband. And um, even we gave a little bit of a tease just about um, some of her past, about things that she went through and some complications that her and her husband had experienced. 
And so now we're going to jump to about two years ago. Um, our church took a big hit, and it was actually we lost two very good brothers at one time, Bob Russo and another one that we've mentioned before, Kyle Horseman. And um, it was one hit after another um, where they both passed away from two different things. Now, Bob passed. He had Parkinson's. Parkinson's, yes. And, um, and uh, it, was, it was hard for a lot of us in the church to just see him slowly his body deteriorating you know yes. one second he'll be a little straight then he'll be keeled over and then yeah. another time he'll kind of trying to run around feeling the holy spirit in, in a sunday morning service and then another time he could barely just sit there you know throughout the whole service because it was hard for his body yeah. um it was a little bit of uh, scoliosis also yes he was and born with um uh, scoliosis however it had not manifested until the until parkinson's, the parkinson's right? which affected his muscles, yeah. and so therefore one one affected the other in full yeah, blown. The yeah, the curvature and the leaning over. And yeah, he couldn't stand straight. So it, it became real hard, and then we all got the call one morning of when um, Bob finally passed, and uh, Camille's just going to share with us where she expressed to us about how much she needed Christ and how awesome God was in her discipleship and and saved their marriage because she was on the verge of just leaving. Now Bob passes away. Um, just eight weeks shy of their 50th anniversary. Yep. And Camille, how did, how did, what, what um, obviously the hit of, of, oh my gosh, this happened, but um, where, well, where did well, it the put one, you? The one thing that was, and I hope that it this gets interpreted correctly, the one beautiful moment I had was the, the last, <laughs> particularly the last six months that Bob was here, mm-hmm. um, he, he prayed every day, yeah. Lord Jesus, just please take me home. He, he found it so difficult to exist in his body and tolerate what he was tolerating. I remember, because uh, his mind was still sharp. Oh, yeah. And that bothered him where, you know, someone help, someone helping him up the stairs, I can yeah. tell, got him angry. Yeah. Because his mind was still there, but his body was not keeping up with him. And, and there were a lot of things that, that affected his, you know, pride. And eventually, yeah. you know, there were... Um, I don't know if I could say diaper problems, but there his, <laughs> his body was failing him. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, this is a man who taught uh, in school for 34 years and missed five days of work. Wow. So he was not used to being ill yeah. or uncomfortable yeah, yeah, yeah. or out of sorts. This definitely puts him in a different position. Yes, and so, as I said, the last, particularly the last six months, he would pray, Lord, please come take me. I want to go home. And he would actually wow. look at me and say, Camille, why, why doesn't Jesus come take me? I don't wow. understand. And um, I had such a problem with that because I loved him and I didn't want him to go, but at the same time, I didn't want my husband to suffer. So I did want him Catch to go. Catch 22. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was not a, it was not a sure. place that anyone wants to be. So now finally he does pass. He does pass. How does those? Um, how did that? How did those first few uh, hours go? That was a gift. The last few hours, I climbed into um, his hospital bed, and um, I put his head on on my chest. And for 14 days, the last 14 days, Bob did not talk, and he did never opened his eyes. Right, right. And at the last uh, moment, um, his eyes shut open. He lifted his head straight up. His mouth dropped open, and he wasn't looking at me. He was looking up at the ceiling. And I thought, this stinker saw Jesus. <laughs> Before me. Before me. <laughs> and he's home right now. Oh. And um, as sad as it was, and yeah. I don't, I can never, 
get people to understand how wonderful it was. At the same time. He got his prayer answered. He got what he worked his whole life towards a goal of being with his Jesus, wow. our Jesus. Yeah. And um, it was wonderful. Yeah. He, uh, he ran. He ran to Christ. Cool. And I'm very proud of that. Cool. cool. Yeah. How did you process now and the days that followed? Um, because both your both your kids at this time obviously married, had their own kids out yeah. of the house. Um, what what did you need at that moment? How, um, where did, where was your faith in this whole process? I honestly uh, went about a few days of tremendous sorrow. Of course, uh, again, this was the person I was with since I was fourteen. Didn't know any other way to live. And Jesus was the only uh, place I could run to. Yeah. Um, but I have to tell you that a little bit of anger. Why, why did he have to go? Mm. You know, why did he have to suffer and get this Parkinson's right after he retired? Yeah. You know, my healthy husband succumbed to this terrible disease, which I believe is from hell. Um, and I had to fall down on my face. And surrender everything because I didn't want to be mad at God I wanted to um, I wanted to rejoice that my husband was home waiting for me and I would be home one day too and there's beauty in that there's absolute beauty in that and that's what I wanted to dwell on I, I had to work on that yeah Every day I had to work on that. But I found that I was with uh, other brothers and sisters in Christ that that became easy to do. Yeah. They, they were the reminders that I was safe, still safe. Yeah. And I wasn't alone. And, and that really, Bob's wishes were blessed and, and came to fruition. He, you know, he got what he wanted. Yeah. That was a reason for rejoicing. Did, um... So the importance of the church was was needed for you, yeah. and um, uh, I think it's sometimes important too. Uh, sometimes uh, you'll hear myself or Pastor Dominic say it: uh, people may be gone for a week or two, but then get mad like no one even called me, no one. And we're like people leave for different reasons. They're yeah. on vacation, they go different things. They went to visit family. We didn't know you were sick. Like no one even told you know called, went to visit me when I was in the hospital. Like you were in the hospital. Like you know. Yeah. Um, so it's important sometimes for us to reach out. Obviously, everyone knew Bob had passed, yes. and so people were, were reaching out. But um, how how would you explain what you needed as far as you know? Um, what what do people do? You know, when it comes to someone that has a loss like that and it hits hard, um, how, how do we help someone that that you know what? Because sometimes I, it's too I much. Is too much. It, then it, it was, you don't want to bother. It was it was very overwhelming. I didn't. Really, there was a part of me that didn't want to accept he was gone. I didn't want to believe that. Yeah. Uh, and yet, one has to deal with one's reality. And so the only comfort I could get when I was alone was holding on to my Bible and getting into the Word and remembering and looking at the promises. God okay. promised yeah. he would take care of the widows. Yeah. Well, let's step up to the plate now, yeah. Lord, because yeah. I'm a widow. and. Yeah. Yeah. And I need you more than I've ever needed you. Yeah. Um, again, I, I have a wonderful family, very supportive, but um, I I pulled closer to God, and that that was the remedy. Yeah. 
um, to to all the pain, to all the hurt, to all yeah. the confusion. And the enemy steps in at that time and tries sure. to tell you, you know, all, any anything that might could take your attention off of Christ. But that that's what you have to decide and choose to live for. I choose to live for my Christ. Yeah, Yeah, it's very important. And there really isn't, you know, there really isn't anything that's going to draw me away from that. You know, there is no power in anything else. I know God loves me. My husband got what he wanted. He wanted to be free from this body that was causing him such pain, such um, heartache, and he wanted to be with his Jesus, and he got it. Yeah. Um, Wow. (laughs) I know that you went through um, a season where it was hard for you to be, which makes sense. You know, it was hard for you to be involved in stuff and, and yeah. ministries and things like that. And you wound up pulling away from ministries. Oh, yeah, I did. And you went through a time period where... Yeah, I did. Um, you went because... through a lot. And I know myself and a few other people were like, come here, you got to get back involved. you got to get back involved. Yeah. And once you started doing that, you became a greeter. You became an usher. You came, you worked your way slowly back to just now help I'll out different things. Now I'll do windows. Now you and That's what, what was the difference of getting back involved in ministry? Well, even even what some may say, oh, the simple ones, but be, a greeter is an important one. You know, a smile that people see when they first walk into a church. I, I'm not sure. I think I, I think my humanness, my that frailty, was starting to take over, and and I was um, falling prey to uh, illogical thinking. You know, where where if I'm alone, you know, I can take care of myself and. And I had never thought like that, but um, through prayer from my friends yeah. and through dwelling in the Word and my pastors, um, I I got back. I just found that wonderful path again, and um, the doubts and the fears um, got tossed to the side, you know. And you use other stuff to occupy your mind. Yeah, and and finding and realizing, you know. That being a, a, an active, um, enthusiastic part of my church was my answer. Okay. Um, it, it was good. It was good things. It was a good distraction, if yeah. you will, from my sorrow. Yeah. And that, yes, I was going to have sorrow, but I also have such joy yeah. because of the promises that Christ has made. I will be in heaven with Jesus. Yeah. I will see Bob again. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact... Um, I, I had a vision. Yeah. Uh, it was a few months after Bob had passed, and I was so lonely for him. And I, I kept asking God if I could just have seen him one more time, one more time. And I wasn't sleeping, and I wasn't eating. And this one night, I did get very sleepy, and I did fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I sat up in bed, and standing beside my bed was Bob. Who looked about thirty something? Ah, younger smiling version. Smiling <laughs> from ear to ear, standing straight. I nice. might add, there nice. was there was no Parkinson's, no scoliosis, nice. and he was covering me with a blanket. Oh my gosh! And all I didn't yell or scream. I just went, Bobby, and then he was gone. But I have to tell you, wow. I know that I know that I know. That was a gift from my Lord. Yeah. That was a gift letting me know that he was Affirmation okay. Affirmation that he's okay. Yeah. And I could be okay. Yeah. When I lost Everything my, yeah. was going to be okay. No, I, I, <clears throat> I can relate to that. I believe you 100% in that. Um, 
because when I when I lost my dad, a similar thing, you know, there was God gave me my own version of a confirmation that mm. he was okay, you know, yeah. and it was with the stars and the, and the clouds in the sky, you know, like something weird happened in the skies that night, and it was him. God told me he's with Praise me now, God. you know. So I totally one hundred percent believe you. you oh, know? it was real. Yeah, like yeah. you're like you're here before me. Yeah, that's how he looked. Yeah. Only so healthy and so happy. Awesome. And how can you? You know, when you love somebody and you see that they are... he chose a 30-year-old version of himself, huh? Yeah, and you see how happy they are, you're happy too. Yeah, yeah. You you just have to rejoice about that. And so um, getting yourself back involved, you had that fire. So though you were, like you said, you were hurting, there was still joy that you had and and you wanted to express that. I I went back to, uh, I looked around for a good, healthy function. I went back to um, my school where I work with... um, um, That's right. You went back to work too. Special needs children. Yeah. And that fills up a good part of my day. And and I want this to come out the right way. Being with these wonderful children, these special children, just reminds me on a daily basis of all the blessings that God has given me and is still giving me, yeah. and has brought me to a place where I spend my days with. Just a lot of love, yeah. a lot of kindness, a lot of success. These kids accomplish things yeah, they never yeah. thought they could do. Awesome. And you wow. get to be a part of that. Yeah, I get to be a part of that. I help with that sometimes, that's too. That's nice. That's really good. And that's that's all God yeah. taking care of me, like he promised. Yeah, I think that's an important thing, whether it's a loss of a loved one or some other kind of loss that we go through, that um, we, we, we have to recognize, and, and we've said it in a previous podcast, where... You know, you're created for a purpose. There's a purpose. Yes. And, and if God chose to take Bob because it was his time, but Camille's still here, that means that there's still a purpose and a plan for Camille to do something. Yes. And um, we, we go through the morning. We, 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 he gives us grace for that. Um, but he wants us to also use the fuel. And I think, you, yeah, you've been doing that. And I know that you still I, you still say at times you miss him. I know sometimes on Facebook you'll put a post up I, yes, feeling Esther, lonely right I, now. But, I, was but, ju- I was just going to say, you yeah. know, I don't want to come across that I have the answers and everything is fine. Because <laughs> I'm not. I miss him dearly. Yeah. And there are days where my, yeah, my it's yeah. we, I am weak yeah. and I am down and I am low and yeah. I so miss him. And um, I revisit some of those not so happy moments, okay. and and again I get a little selfish and say, you know, I want to be with him. Can't we? Can yeah, we yeah. tweak the plan and bring him <laughs> home? Um, but I know that God's plans are perfect yeah. and and meant for nothing but good for me. Okay. And um, it doesn't really matter most of the times what I'm observing. Yeah. I just know in my heart. Who Christ is, and, and I know that He's truthful to me. He's fair. He's kind. He's loving. He's all the things yeah. I need. Yeah. Lean on Him. That's yeah. what He wants. Yeah. That's what He's. That's what He does best. You know, He takes right. care of us. All right. So let's try to put this all in um, in, in in perspective. There's there's salvation, yes. um, but after salvation, um, even with your story, we see that there's mentorship involved. There has to be discipleship. There has to be. Um, something that's going to help make scriptures real to you even more. Mm-hmm. However it is, and we all get in different ways, God does reveal himself to us, and he revealed himself to you and your husband, but uh, you guys still were who you were. You guys yes. still had the issues that you still had, and now you needed to figure out how Christ can help you with your current situation. Not that when you got saved, the problems went away per se. Right. Um, you just were given new eyes and new ways to see things, and now you need help to get through it. So that was important. You need to find a church. You need to find a pastor you can trust. Yes. And all that kind of stuff. Very important. 
um, you guys grew. Uh, like like Bob became a, a, a principal here because we have a school here at the church too, and he became a principal and even a teacher here at the school. You taught at the school at one point yes, too. Um, you did children's church and, yeah. and and Sunday school. You got you guys got yourselves involved in different things. Um, we and, cleaned chandeliers. We cleaned chandeliers. <laughs> you cleaned chandeliers and, and you dedicate yourself to the church. And yeah. uh, you had people over your house, your ministry, you know, on Saturdays. Yeah, you just have people come over and, and all that kind of stuff. And um, then this tragedy hits. And probably one of your biggest, we'd say, since salvation that really tested you, okay, let's see if this is real genuine. And, and Yes, I would say that. You know, and, yeah. and so now here comes where everything that you develop within yourself, okay, here comes the real test. Um, God, I need the people there. I need to find purpose again. And even though you went through your, your weeks of, of, of sadness and trying to adjust, and I'm sure that first year, the first oh. Christmas, the first Thanksgiving, oh. him, his birthday those anniversary. Are, yeah, those are the toughest. Yeah, those are the hardest. Um, going through all those kind of things, you had your, your regular family, um, but the church family was important. Yes, very. And, and, and the, the development of that. And so for anyone listening you know it's not just about the faith in christ that's a big part but it has to also do some doing on our end of getting discipled being involved in a church having a a fellowship with people like you said it was hard for you to trust people so even probably in the church that would you say that that was hard to do too to find trust in people well yes i had i had to i had to push uh my fear aside and realize that fear wasn't from god that that god was um my redeemer he he was there for yeah. me like no other can be sure uh, or would be and um so one has to push aside those thoughts and take that step forward in faith yeah yeah and so he can and, so they god can show you that exactly. i'm not that person exactly you know i'm not going to hurt you the way so and so did or whatever and and I, I have to say the word that always comes to me is it, it with god i'm safe I'm safe. That's nice. Not yeah. only yeah. saved, but I'm safe. safe. That's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. I like that. Yeah. Um, and so here you are now. Mm-hmm. Still hurts. Yeah. Still, still those hard moments. I'm glad. I'm glad you shared that. That those hard moments will still pop up every once in a while. And yeah. Um, I had one this morning. You had one this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but um, yet you're still joy. It's what if yeah. was someone looking at you would they say? Oh, but she's just being fake. No, no, I no, I can answer that. I have found um, a home that is so filled with love that uh, I am surrounded by people who not only love Christ, but they love me, and they don't hesitate to show it. I am um, held up in their arms. I have two pastors <laughs> who uh, I I can first of all I love deeply, and I can I can tell anything to you and and Pastor Dominic and. I know that all I'm going to get is pure uh, love and care and and uh, advice and comfort. Yeah. And again, safe. I'm safe here. Um, I think everybody needs to know that yeah. there's solid ground. Yeah. There's there's firm foundation, yeah. and it's Christ. He's the firm foundation. Would that be a prescription to someone that's listening to say maybe they don't have a church home? Maybe they believe in God. And they're praying to God, but find that what, find that home. That be a prescription you yeah. get. Yeah, come here. We're great. <laughs> um, um, find find your your church. Get get to know your pastors. 
share your heart and and reveal yourself to them. Let you get know, involved in some of the ministries, yeah. women's ministry or yes. men's ministry. Or and there are case. people out there, you know, that are hurting far worse than I than mm-hmm. I am, okay. have ever. And it's good to know that God directs your path to them and mm-hmm. gives you the the knowledge and the wisdom. Yeah. Um, fills you up with the love. Yeah. And so that you can you can be a, a, a good use to them, a good purpose. That's awesome. Yeah. That's God awesome. is God is faithful and good. Well well guys, we're gonna um, end this recording right here. I hope um, just this story right here of just Camille, um, how she pressed forward and how she found some some ways to continue moving forward. Her testimony and her experience of her faith um, inspired you. Um, feel free to to comment or, or to um, leave a message on, on this and uh, we're definitely gonna have Camille back. She's gonna share more of her testimony in future podcasts. We'll let you guys know when. And uh, I'm just going to ask Camille, if you wouldn't mind, would you want to pray for our listeners if they're going oh, through some hard times, if yes. they're going through certain things? And Okay. Heavenly Father, we just give you praise, God. We, we exalt you, Lord. And we praise you in all situations, God, because we know that you are faithful. You went to Calvary for all of us yes. who are so undeserving, Lord. But you, you love us in spite of who we are at times or all the time for some of us. Lord, I thank you for being our provider. Yes, God. I thank you for loving us the way no one else can. I thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. Lord, I ask that you just um, draw people to you, Lord, this moment. And, and let them know that they are like precious jewels in your sight, God. And remind them of how you love them and how they matter, um, that they are very important to you, Lord. They are your creation, and you love your creation. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for the blessings which you pour out upon us. They are never-ending. But most of all, Lord, thank you for your mercies, your mercies abundantly poured out upon us. Thank you, God, for loving us. In Jesus' powerful name, amen. Amen. All right, folks, we'll talk to you later. God bless you. God bless you, friends. On behalf of all of us here at Through the Winters Ministry, I want to say thank you for all the love and for all the support. Through the Winters is here because we want to help people find purpose in their pain, help them find healing from their past, and and give them a drive to keep on pursuing God in all things. If you'd like to help support us, there's two ways you can go about that. The first is through these podcasts. If you listen to us through Google or Spotify or iTunes, on our page in the About section on the last sentence, you'll find a link that will send you to a website where you can sponsor us for either $1, $5, or $10 a month. If you listen to us through a podcast app, there should be a little icon that says Support, or sponsor, click on that, and again, it will take you to a spot where you can support us for either $1, $5, or $10 a month. The second way that you guys can support us is by inviting us to your church. We here at Through the Winters have had experience speaking to men's groups, women's groups, youth groups. We've done Sunday morning services. We've helped out in workshops and conferences. Any way that we can help your church, we want to be there. Just give us a call at 718-679-5356. That number again is 718-679-5356. Guys, once again, thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. Any way that we can help you, just give us a call. God bless.